Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial, and I'm pleased to welcome you to this channel. Those of you who are coming for the first time, you're very welcome. Returning subscribers, you're very welcome. Um, if you visit the channel and you're not a subscriber yet, please just look below to the subscribe button and subscribe so that you don't have to wait for a blog update to let you know that there's a new video. YouTube will send you a notification and you can come and watch the video. You can share it perhaps on your own channel. You have permission to do that. Or you can just share it in um, social media wherever you can with friends or with family. And as I always say, I encourage you to share prayerfully. The types of posts on this channel are not, um, well, they're not uh, your run-of-the-mill Bible studies or something like that. Not that the Bible studies are ever run-of-the-mill, but what I mean is these are a little different. These are obviously uh, a lot more stringent than uh, most videos out there because they deal with judgment and they deal with war and they deal with the themes um, of defeat and foreign invasion and things like that so far. So um, it might not be easy for everybody to deal with. And one of the things that I share on the blog in my writings is that you really need to seek God how to present this information. I'm not at all saying that you should not present it because if, if, you, if you can't present it, then I shouldn't be here presenting it to you. But I'm saying that um, of necessity, it helps for us to be prayerful in how we present information so that we can get the most benefit out of it to the person that we're sharing with. So with that brief introduction, the word that I'm sharing today, still on the theme of a foreign invasion, foreign invasion from the nation of Russia, is um, the question of allies. I guess. So what is an ally? I was speaking in another video that I made about the ally culture that we have today. Um, I think some people called it SJW or social justice warriors, which is increasingly today you find that independent thought has taken this rather peculiar shift that I personally don't understand where people cannot share their views without provoking this almost kind of hive response. So if you say something and perhaps you said something about a sacred cow or a treasured celebrity or something that society at large just loves and you happen to hold a different view, a different opinion, or God forbid, God's view, and God's opinion, according to the word of God, you might find yourself on um, the, the razor's edge. You might find yourself at the business end of a lot of pokey swords and um, people coming after you and just saying all sorts of things. And I see that a lot in the Christian community. I see what people write underneath other people's videos or other people's point of view. And sometimes it can get pretty savage. So we have this ally culture where sometimes you may not be honest about how you feel because you are worried uh, about what other people will say. You are worried about the backlash. You are worried about what might happen to your channel, um, what YouTube might do to it. 
And you're also worried that if you don't hold the popular opinion, right? If you do not hold the popular opinion, if you do not share the popular view, then people might come after you. You might find yourself ostracized. You might find yourself alienated. And so very much today, you might actually find people espousing views that they don't really hold. They might have a public persona and then personally they um, they think something else, but because they're worried about their image or they're worried about their acceptance in their friend group, you find people congregating into what I, I definitely, I just call it ally culture. It might not even be a thing, but for me, Celestial, I see this all the time and it puzzles me, maybe because of um, the position that I have with the Lord, the position that I have with the Lord of necessity requires me to very much um, uh, divorce myself from personal opinions. And over the over the years, uh, the Lord has taught me, obviously, and shaped me. And his end goal, I think, for not only me, but all his children, is to shape us into living images of himself, right? We are being shaped into the very image of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is a work that will be ongoing until the day we actually see the Father face to face. Praise God by his mercy, we will make it. So spending time with God teaches you to become, I would say resilient, to become resilient in the face of ally culture, where you're able to say, this doesn't line up with what God says. This is not righteous according to what, to how God sees righteousness. And because this doesn't reflect what the word of God says, I'm okay with not doing it. I'm okay with not being a part of it. I'm okay with being set apart. I'm okay with being separate. I'm okay with uh, the cost of following Jesus. And the cost of following Jesus is not fixed brothers and sisters. I know it says, take up your cross and follows me, but follow me. But trust me, the price of that cross can get pretty steep depending on the market that we find ourselves in. And today, as we step deeper and deeper into the end times, you might find that the price of the cross is getting very dear. So if we look at an ally, what is an ally? An ally is a friend. How are allies formed? Allies are very and most predominantly formed when people think alike. So even in the church, the church is very much our ally, at least the church as the Lord Jesus Christ would desire her to be, the church as he is working to shape her to be, to be of one mind, to be of one heart, to be one unified body with Christ as the head. So yes, when we go through things, our brothers and our sisters in Christ, whether they're online, like you guys are, or whether they're in our personal lives or whether they're in our church or the workplace, wherever we find these people, these like-minded Christians for us as the Christian community, they are our allies. An ally is someone who will come to defend you when you are attacked. An ally is someone who will have your back when you come under fire, an ally is someone who will jump in and perhaps even cover you or even lay down um, support fire so you can get to safety. So an ally is a friend. And in terms of the nation of America, I would say that um, America is 
uh, a pretty good friend to have. Traditionally, she's that one where if there's a conflict anywhere, if there's an issue anywhere, when the USA shows up, you know, the United Nations, for instance, has absolutely no standing army. So in a way, these are the guys that just write the checks, but, but they don't have the wherewithal to cash them. Uh, they have no standing army and they constantly need other countries to lend them military support. But when the UN wants to quench a, a conflict, um, it usually has to look to the red, white, and blue because if America says she's not showing up, then basically, you know, that's probably not going to be an operation that will take place. So U.S. soldiers are the elite um, internationally, politically. You know, if these guys are showing up, then there's definitely going to be um, serious repercussions, especially if they're showing up to confront who, whoever America deems an enemy. So we have the camps of enemies and allies. And today we're looking at a very strange, very strange vision that the Lord gave me. Sometimes the way that God depicts things, it really has me in awe because I just, I can never tell what the Holy Spirit is going to say or show me. So this vision today is looking at allies and enemies having dinner. The title of this prophecy is Insight, Dinner at the UN. And the date that I was shown this was June 19th of 2019. So I will read the opening scripture and then I will attempt to explain what the Lord show me, showed me. He controls the course of world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 21. This is part of the world politics visions that I received from the Lord on June 16, 2019. This is the last one that gives a look behind the curtain at the global level. In the end times, many things will have to shift for prophecy to fulfill itself. Primary actors will make deals and alliances, and secondary actors will help them or abstain. God made the world, and he knows everything that goes on before it happens, and that's why the Lord God is worthy of worship and honor, because who else can reveal these things? He is the only one who sets up kingdoms or lets them fall into ruin. So in this vision... The Lord showed me a very ornate dining room. This was the dining room of rich people. There was a lot of, it was completely paneled in dark room, in dark wood. The entire room was paneled in dark wood, um, mahogany or something rich, russet brown like that. And there was a very big table set. And there were some people seated at the table. And when I saw this, Dinner was already in progress. Everybody was in black tie. So I saw that Russia and China were seated at the table and they were consuming a lot of food. I mean, they had this almost bottomless pit, ravenous appetite, and they just kept eating and eating and eating. And as a result of the demand that they put, the need for food that they had, the butlers and the servants 
just kept coming. So it was like there was a revolving door and servants just kept coming, bringing in food and more food on these very, you know, the silver platters that have the dome cover. That's how all the food came out is large silver platters covered with the domed lid. And this food was being brought out and Russia and China took second, third, fourth, fifth helpings. And as soon as they were finished, the waiters cleared the food away and brought more. I saw that Germany and France were also seated at the tables. Everybody was wearing um, black ties. So they were all in tuxedos, but France and Germany were wearing ceremonial sashes. And I've seen them in several visions and God differentiates them. France is always wearing a light blue sash and Germany is wearing a red sash, or sometimes they would have cummerbunds in those colors. Now these two countries had place settings in front of them. So the place was set in front of them, but they absolutely did not partake of the meal. They were not eating anything, and they had even taken their hands off the table. So they had their hands crossed in their lap to absolutely show and make it clear that they were not interested in the food being served and they did not even engage the others at the table. They were staring straight ahead of themselves, deadpan, just completely wooden, as if they were not even present at the dinner. And then there was one last guest. The United States was there, of course, dressed very well. She had a speech bubble coming from her mouth in this vision, and written in the speech bubble was blah, 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 blah. So she was already drunk, she was waving her hands excitedly. She was talking a lot. And occasionally, China or Russia, mouth full, would look up from the plate and observe her thoughtfully. And then they would go back to serving themselves from the platters. But despite the fact that America kept talking and that she was already drunk and having herself, um, I suppose, quite a moment, China or Russia did not stop consuming. Now I looked closer at the platters and I saw that there were words written on the dome covers of the food. One cover said sitting duck and the other cover said cooked goose. So these are the only two meals being served, sitting duck, cooked goose. And this is what Russia and China kept on eating and eating and eating. Germany and France never touched the food and America never noticed that the continuous meal that kept being served that Russia and China kept eating was her. She was the sitting duck. She was the cooked goose. I knew it was her standing there as the observer. China and Russia knew that it was her and they took and they took and they took everything that they wanted from these meals. France and Germany knew that the meal being served was America. And though they did not put out their hands to partake of the meal and there was no trace of food on their plates, they also did not look at America. They didn't throw America any signals. They didn't do anything like calm down or sober up or pay attention and watch the room and be more alert. They did not give her any warning or signals and written over the head of Germany and France was the word abstain. So the Lord gave me the interpretation of this vision. 
As many times as I've said already, things are already underway for the overthrow, the downfall, and the destruction of the USA. Inside the nation, the hand of conspirators are setting things up for an economic downturn, as well as carefully planned terror strikes that will weaken the fabric of society and fray it enough to tear it apart. In the global arena, there are also storylines at work. Russia, China, and other nations are working even now to form alliances, teams, and coalitions that will be based on a common hatred of America. Now, I'm sure many will want to debate this, but all you have to look at is all you have to do is look at the political arena to know that America does have enemies. There are many people who feel that um, America's enemies are wrong to hate her. They feel that America's enemies uh, are unjust to dislike her. And um, of course, there's this overarching belief, you know, the greatest country in the world. Um, Americans have been raised on this understanding that they can do no wrong and that anybody who doesn't want to fall into line because of the various administrations and um, the rhetoric, basically, that they have put out to stir the American people into believing that when they go to war, they're always justified, they can do no wrong, and um, any harm, any death, any decimation of other nations that is called is just, you know, collateral damage in terms of keeping the peace, this idea of freedom by force. Basically, this is what America has done, that even if you don't want to free, be free, we'll make you free by force. All these things have stirred up so much animosity around the world. And I think that it is wisdom to consider these things, to take these things into consideration when we are looking to the future. You cannot strike a match and not expect fire to come or spring forth from that match. So China and Russia are just two nations, but I'm sure that there are others. Um, we just have to look at the recent the last 20 years in world politics. Um, just look at the U.S. footprint um, in, I'm just going to say, look at the U.S. footprint geopolitically and um, you will be able to come to some conclusions, I think, that will lead you to understand that not everybody is a friend out there and not everybody is an ally out there. And therefore, we have to understand that there are nations that want to see this nation humbled and removed from the global scene for good. And so in this vision, we see America's enemies are consuming her like a cooked goose. To them, she is a sitting duck. But I think that what stood out to me most is the behavior of her allies. Though they did not reach out their hand to help destroy her, they were very careful not to get involved against these two massive nations. And this tells us that in the future, France and Germany will not help America when she needs it most. They, they are her traditional allies in war, but they will do nothing to prevent her destruction. And all you have to do is read Revelation chapter 18, and you will see it there where it says that, you know, the merchants who had traded with her and her friends stood afar off and they said, alas, alas. And I shared that when you hear someone say the word alas, Alas is an excla exclamation that lets you know that a person feels very bad for what has happened, but that person does not feel that they are in a position to change what has happened. Alas means, oh, if only, as in, oh, if only 
this had not happened. Oh, if only the situation were not so. But alas doesn't mean, and here I come to the rescue, my sword will defend you. Alas simply means, I hate to see this happen. And then, flatline. There's nothing coming after that. And so this is a very short vision that the Lord showed me to give us the understanding that when China and Russia come against this nation, and they certainly shall come, I would not be making these videos if it were not so, if the Lord had not shown me these things. Please, if you have not watched all the videos in the Russia series so far, take your time, go back and watch them and understand what God is saying will come to this nation as judgment. So China and Russia will come against this nature, nation in the future. She will be by herself. Her traditional allies will not move to help her. They will stand afar off and watch with dismay as her judgment falls upon her in a single day. So let us continue to pray for the United States. Let us continue to practice repentance. Repentance is so central and repentance is so key. Um, I will put up two videos that are linked to the video I made yesterday, but the Lord uh, added more on my heart. And so I, I made more videos and I'm going to put both of them up for us to really think about and synthesize and just um, press into our systems individually. If you are coming together, if we are coming together to pray for the sovereignty and the peace of this nation, and at the same time, we have sinful lives, we have lives that are not acceptable before the Father, it, it, it's a moot point. It doesn't work. Because if you're in a fallen state, if you're in a sinful state, if you're in an unacceptable state before the Lord, how can you be an intercessor? You have to clean your robes. You have to clean your hands. You have to um, remove the stains from your garment and your heart by praying for Jesus to cleanse you with his precious blood before you can stand in the role as an intercessor and begin to lift up the nation and begin to cry for mercy. Individual, individual repentance is not widely practiced. God says it all the time that no matter how many times prophecy comes forth, no matter how many times people like myself are sent to make these videos, people just scoff and they say, what's all this nonsense? What's all this fascination with Russia? Russia will never come to this country. Russia will never do this. Russia will never do that. But in terms of how I'm making the videos, um, let's just say, as God has been giving me the order in which to make the videos, I kind of get the feeling that he's saving the worst for last. So that series of videos will be coming soon. But in the meantime, we need to really search our hearts and we really need to seek the face of God and continue lifting ourselves up and asking him to help us in our weaknesses before we can lift up the nation. So this is your sister Celestial. God bless you. It's my privilege to be able to bring you these videos. Please subscribe. Please share the videos. Um, click the subscription link below and click the notification bell so that you can always get alerted. And I'm finding that this is a lot easier and it's, it's actually making the blog um, smoother to run. So I guess God was absolutely right because I was a little bit hesitant, reluctant actually, very reluctant to um, come and make these videos. But um, I hope that they're helpful to you. I hope that it helps to have a face to the blog 
and it's my privilege to serve you and I will be back when I can with another video. God bless you and keep you. Goodbye for now.